Oh my goodness. Welcome to Snacks on Snacks. I'm Anna Valez, and this is a podcast where we talk about the food in our lives and everything else that makes us human. I'm joined here with Matthew J. Palka. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello, Hello. everybody. <laughs> you look new to me because I, yeah. you shaved your head. I did. I actually timed it with one of my downstairs neighbors, too, without even trying. What? Like he buzzed his head, too. <laughs> what a weird cult. I know, right? But he's also, like, three times my age. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. He actually doesn't, probably doesn't have as much hair as you. No, I could, I could win. I win that category. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, I buzz my head. It happens, like, every three months. It's funny. Yes how it yes. times out sometimes but um right at the tail end you start looking like a bush muffin like you just got like you know a little chin tech- like a beaver i i'm the way my family talked about it is it goes in pelt stages so my cousin <laughs> used to call it cat's tongue because she would take her hand and rub it up on my head and my head would follow because all the hairs get stuck in her hand but then okay. it goes to like squirrel and chipmunk and then beaver like over time it goes through stages how long have you been shaving your hair once every three months oh we can get into that but it is it is like a kid thing that i did with my dad all the time because he would buzz it and he liked to buzz his head so yeah we can get into that sure um but yeah like so we've my dad and i fished all the time and uh it was sort of like i'll i'll buzz your head you buzz my head and we had like a little father-son thing (laughs) And he would always wear the baseball hats with the curved rim on them. So I got into wearing the hats with the curved, not like the flat top ones, but the curved, like the baseball hats. Did he ever have it backwards and then have like the worst tan line? No, he would, uh, he was, he coached and he played baseball when he was in high school and he coached baseball for a while. So yeah, he always like proper wear it straight. Don't, maybe when he's being goofy, but never like try to be cool or anything. (laughs) I wonder if people thought it was just like a family of skinheads <laughs> something. But you guys basically just basically just did it to be economical and like, okay. Oh, it's just nice. I don't have to I can I do yeah, I don't have to get haircuts. Nice. And I can buzz it whenever I want. Like, oh there I have time. Go. A half hour? Um it's Rinse nice it and easy. Boom. Low low maintenance. <laughs> Very low maintenance. I do my hair once a month at least with the cut and then probably once every six weeks i color it just because i'm a hairdresser and i see when i need it done and want it done completely opposite that experience oh completely you know, opposite completely. We no got both <laughs> angles. we got both angles on that but i actually yeah. had like a bowl cut for a long time like the longest oh, my hair has ever no. been when i was little it grew like i've got school pictures <gasps> how yeah you have to send me them. <laughs> I'm, I'm Not now, but oh I have my god. A, I have the pack of all my school photos. Like I have I can go through each one and watch me change over time. Like that's that's how many I have. That's but amazing. I will definitely I could definitely send that. But eventually yeah. like I let my hair grow a little bit and then I started doing the buzz cut and then it never got longer than probably you've seen for me after three months and it stayed. No, because it's it's about it's, an inch and a half in three months if you go by the standard half Mm -hmm. inch a month um i feel like my hair grows slightly faster than that but i could be wrong everybody says oh my hair just grows so fast i need it done all the time half from the youtube stuff i've done i can watch my hair grow in the thumbnail 
<laughs> You're a part of a, a few communities online that are pretty active. Talk about that. Yeah, so so it all ties back to Nerdfighter stuff, the Vlogbrothers, John and Hank. I mean, I could spend a whole podcast talking about that, but I found them in 2010 or 11. I also found a group of people doing vlogging stuff, and then that nice. connected me to everybody else. And then once you find, like, the core group of people doing YouTube, you find everybody. Like, once you mm. find the owners of VidCon, it connects to everything else. So I found a group of people to do daily videos with for a year for fun. And then I found, like, book clubs. I found these podcasts. It all just, it all exploded from there. But, uh, yeah, it's like the network effect is powerful, and it's super fun to see different perspectives all the time and I, that's mm -hmm. where my whole youtube journey started was in 2010 i made an account in like 2007 or 8 and just watched stuff for a long time and didn't mm -hmm. participate and then i was like let's go and i just dove in and started finding do you make much anymore um i still kind of do it's more project based yeah than it is like the vlogging stuff is so what i did which we can get into that would be a good tie to the video stuff that I do. So my grandfather, he owned a video camera when they were the size of VHS tapes. When yeah. they were as big as your head. Yeah, you yeah. You your hands to hold them. So his love of video recording, which I have an archive of all the stuff he did. They used to be on VHS tapes. He passed that video recording hobby down to my dad. And my dad passed it down to me. So <laughs> I would record stuff forever. And then you eventually so many got... Lovely family videos i know i do so i have like footage of my cousin's wedding like <laughs> my per her parents wedding before i was born like this is footage from like late 80s early 90s and then through the 90s wow. it's like a terabyte of footage it's almost oh, it's, like a, it's a lot so so that's where the video recording stuff happened and then eventually i started to like talk to the camera more than record stuff Mm -hmm. Because I was more interested in, I couldn't do, I couldn't record everything. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I was like, well, this is too much footage. And I can't edit very fast. So I went to writing. And that's where the journaling mm. stuff mainly started. You have journaled every single day since when? The first day of 2015. Oh my God. Now it's not, now the thing is though, it's not every day. There is a journal okay. for every day, but there were times where I like, had to catch up, like I missed a couple mm. days and had to go back. But yeah, there is one or more pages sometimes if I'm really excited. But there to, is one uh, entry for every single yeah. day between now yeah, and 2015. You've got the stack of books. It's amazing when you bring it I out do. and you're like, oh, yeah, this is... podcast, but so yeah. 15, this is each year. This is yeah. only like parts of it, but yeah. That's wild. So, yeah, so... uh I applaud you on the dedication and the consistency with that. Um, it's a lot. Random thought. Do you have any very specific food entries that you can think of off the top yeah. of your head? So the, the, the one that sticks out the most is in 2015, and I made a video of it, which is hilarious. You did? <laughs> okay. Um, so not, not sponsored by the food delivery kit system that I have, Home Chef, <laughs> but um, I have the entry for the first ever meal kit, meal that I made, and the video of nice. it, which is the first day of 2015, or someday in the 2015 that we got it. It was a, and I remember it because it rhymes with Houdini, it was a vegetable 
panini sandwich where you roast the veggies and put like the cheddar cheese and everything on uh-huh. it. I made it by myself. Okay. Uh, and I have like, I think I did like a, a, a video art perk with it for like a nerd fighter thing one year. Uh, but yeah, I like made that thing myself. It was my first time dove into it. And, uh, and that was the first ever home chef meal. And my brother just told me today that we're reaching close to a thousand home chef meals. Oh my God. But, um, you I guys remember, have commitment. Like, we have. So the panini had like red had pepper in it, that cheese. I think it had like m- some sort of some other vegetable, maybe like zucchini, probably. See, the oh. thing is, I know the video. So if I needed to remember, I could just go to the video and watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the same way that every meal that has been significant to me since the beginning of 2015, I have an, a record of it. Yeah. Like every holiday celebration I've had. Every, any bad poop any bad every bad poop. <laughs> uh, every like hiking meal if it if it was important to me i would have written written it down mm-hmm. and talked about it but um the reason i did a video recording back then was because it was so easy to just hit the button mm. and not have to write but yeah. now i realize i can write something down faster than i can record put it on the computer edit it and then produce it into a file editing mm-hmm. takes longer you know from editing audio you're yeah, learning how to edit it's audio. the amount of video or audio that's recorded, plus the amount yeah. of time to edit. And I don't go through the recording again, but sometimes with the video, I'm sure you go through the video again to oh, see yeah, how the fruits of le- your labier. And <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that that was like my that was my intent. The journaling started, and my intention of getting better at cooking started. That's where it like nice. intentionally started was. I was just started again with a meal kit service, and oopsie, I thought it was for this week. I accidentally signed up again for next week, and then that's when my my Whoop. subscription starts again. <laughs> I'm like, oh dang it, I I don't have anything planned this week. Well. Wow. Well, <laughs> that's the improv part. The improv part. Of improv. I can use some of the the recipe cards that I have on top of my fridge. Yeah, and then I know people can't see it, but over there, that binder, that five inch red binder, that's one of three. So I have kept. We have kept every recipe card since we started. Even the duplicates. Even the duplicates. This is the first full binder. It's five inch. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to get a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, holy crap! So that's and and I can literally take it out. And you've got. And I can show you. And there it is, veg- There it is, roasted vegetable panini with romaine arugula salad in a balsamic Dijon dressing. Holy shit! That's the meal. <laughs> that's the meal. So. The nice thing about that is when we, oh, I could talk about this too later. When we do monthly family dinners, when we did that for uh-huh. a while, we used all those recipes come up with ideas for yeah. our dinners and yeah. stuff. I, yeah, yeah. your it's brain great. works in a way that I can't comprehend. In an organized way that I can't comprehend. And I think it's because of the journaling. The journaling has done some crazy fun stuff because I also read back 
So I'll remember yeah. stuff and I'll look for parallels and I'll be like, oh, that's just like what happened two years ago when this happened. And yeah, I love that. It's, it's a lot I, of fun. It's a lot of fun. I wonder if I want to do that or if I'm simply just thinking about wanting to do it because <laughs> it's a feat. Yeah, it took me like, so I started in the middle of 2014 sporadically, like every week mm. or two. It took me like. I want to say like a quarter to a half of a year to really get into it before I was like, let's go because yeah. I would only journal when I felt like it. And mm. now, now there are moments where I don't feel like doing it, but I still do it because it'd be like, when I get through this and look back, it's going to be hilarious. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So you wrote a little like diorama, not diorama, <laughs> diagram. <laughs> you it made a diorama of, for your class. A diorama. Uh, you wrote like a, a bubble chart. I did. It's it's called I call it a, a mind map. Yeah, yeah. Can you go through? Can you go through that? What I can. What's the first one that you wrote down? Well, let's. I want to talk. I want to just do childhood because sure. I feel like childhood will lead into the stories well, which will lead into the tradition and culture and my favorite foods now versus yeah. childhood. Yeah. So we love an organized boy. I I am. I asked my mom over the weekend about stuff that she remembered and because she was, she can remember more than I can when I was little. And the one thing that she shared top of mind was my brother and I went through a phase where we liked pasta, but we weren't really like red sauce kids. We didn't like tomatoey red sauce. And I've only like, as I've grown up, got a better palate for that stuff. Cause I'm not mm. as like, sensitive to like really citrusy stuff. Like I didn't like sweet candy, chewy candy. I still really don't like chocolate more. So, so I have the like hot acidic chocolate. Stuff, you yeah, little... the acidic stuff. Like yeah, I wouldn't okay. drink like lemon juice or orange juice a lot. Um, okay. I drink apple juice though all the time. Like I had a, it was alright with apple juice, but maybe it was like I can see how a red sauce, like a, for pasta, would be related to the citrusy stuff because of the tomato, and how apple juice would be a little bit different. What about applesauce? Yeah, I loved it. Those little mop applesauce in the containers where you peel the lid off and you use like a mini <laughs> yeah. spoon. So, yeah, yeah. yes, but our phase was pasta in a bowl with butter and Parmesan cheese was our favorite oh, thing. fuck. <laughs> and I would eat bowls of peas with Parmesan cheese and butter. You know what's funny? I just came back from visiting friends up north and their daughter right now is obsessed with peas. Peas. Yeah. I don't know if I liked peas, but damn, pasta with butter and cheese. All the time. Yeah. That's just a comfort. Mm. That was her go-to. And then it wasn't, and then maybe Alfredo sauce. I think I liked Alfredo sauce earlier than I liked okay. red, red sauce. That makes sense if we're, if we're looking at the discrepancies of your. <laughs> um, during Got school, it. I got really obsessed with nutty cones nutty cones so they're just they're just the waffle cone and the point not the waffle okay. cone they're like the like the waffle cones are like ragged on the edge they're bigger they okay. were the, they were nutty cones they're called something different probably now but they have the chocolate stripes around the outside and it's shaped like a like a like a cone wow, i'm gonna have to look at that part they're not called that now they obviously have another name but that's what we call them and <laughs> i remember i would count the stripes of chocolate on the outside after i took off the they're, I don't know what they're called. Drumstick? Now. Drumsticks. Maybe, yeah. 
but they were yeah. smaller. They were, yeah, basically that. I would count the chocolate stripes on the perimeter. It would always be like 12 or 13 stripes. And then um, I would also eat the, the little cups that had the vanilla and the chocolate, and you got yes. the little wooden spoon. Yeah, under and the got, under the cardboard lid or the under the, yeah, under the, the little lid. the little lids that came right off when you the little paper lid, and yeah, I would yeah. mash it and make it into soft ice cream before I ate it. Like I would combine, <laughs> <laughs> I'd mash it together, and oh I remember God. that very vividly. From so I'm looking up nutty buddy cones, which is what it auto filled for me. First thing drumstick second thing these thing called muddy bites and i don't know where i got these but oh it was at madeline's house madeline had these uh muddy bites basically just like the end of a drumstick in like a little oh, waffle wow. cone bit this yeah so it was these those it was those those ones. it was the okay it was the cone ones with the chocolate stripe so sort of that. like a drumstick but just had like a, a wrapper at the end yeah. and that created mm -hmm. the shape got exactly. it exactly okay and what's what's wild about a lot of these food memories is if i remember it it's usually because there's footage of it or <laughs> i have a picture of it or it's written down somewhere yeah, because a lot of the like, because all the footage I have is I have footage of like my brother's birth in the hospital, not his, not his birth, but at the after part, like the family holding the after party, <laughs> not the child coming out. <laughs> I, I was about to say, Palka, uh, <laughs> when were you shown this? And were your mother and brother in the room? And what happened after, and what conversation? No, it was it was footage. It was the, it was not the happening. It was the after the happening. It was the family whole. It was the around. afterbirth. It was the afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but what's what's wild? Like I I know I know I have food memories that I'm not supposed to know because like I watch myself. Like, there's footage that we have footage of my brother. You only remember it because you guys recorded it. So, like, Christmas time, my mom making, I've, I've put frosting on Christmas cookies I ate, and it was never a memory for me until I watched it. I remember things that I'm not supposed to remember. <laughs> the way you said uh, that. There's a, there's, this is so, so funny. Uh, there's footage of my brother when he's like, I don't know, a few months, one year old, a few months, and they gave him a Klondike bar. And they set the camera up, and they just put him on the floor with a Klondike bar in a bowl. <laughs> it's just footage of eating a Klondike bar. <laughs> Side note, what's your opinion on Choco Taco being nana? Choco Taco? Is Choco it? Taco is an ice cream taco made with a, a, a hard shell waffle cone filled with ice cream. Dipped in chocolate oh, on the yeah. outside to seal it. I don't it, think, and I've, ever, I don't think I've ever had one. You're part of the problem. You're part of the reason that they're no more. <laughs> this is going to help me learn more. But that is all oh, that is Klondike branded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So other stuff I got down. I don't know. I my dad was my dad was the cooker of the family. He did a lot of the cooking. And okay. my mom, she has her bachelor's and master's in chemistry. Whoa. So she was, aka, like Betty Crocker when she was young in high school. So she was the baker. 
she was the baker and my dad was more they they kind of mixed and matched a lot but mm-hmm. i'm a, i'm still amazed by how much science goes into so, baking so i think when my mom got she transitioned out of chemistry and got into like coaching and human resources and stuff mm-hmm. cooking became her chemistry fix cuz she wasn't doing mm-hmm. chemistry stuff anymore she started to do organizational stuff um we so, love a stem nerd so my mom cookies like every christmas she makes cookies mm-hmm. and um she knows how to make everything brownies grandma's bread she's just the bees the baker so i remember a lot of that and making cookies and then um like little apple juice boxes all the time and <laughs> like the ones uh, with arthur on them ones where you see, yeah and then like what are those little lunchables where you peel the thin plastic and you dip dip the said that wrong you dip the <laughs> bread you dick the, the what you dick the breadstick and the cheese oh those are lunchables Shit. or something i don't remember but i don't I do remember, remember what those. they were called but it was like the tiniest little bit of fake cheese on one end and yep. then little like uh, <laughs> they crispy look like baguettes they look like yeah, mini like... baguettes that are not that are uniform <laughs> so oh those my god and i haven't then, thought like, about those in forever Oh man. And then the other funny story mom told me about is so my brother is uh my brother has Asperger's, but it's like he's high functioning. So he's mm-hmm. more aware of it now than he was, so he knows about it now. But there was one day where she was helping make his lunch and one time um she was making it and he started to make it and she wanted to help him and he just goes, Mom, I got this. <laughs> like one day he just t- decided to start making his lunches. Which he's is like, awesome. I got this, That's, mom. Like mom back up like i got whoa i don't know if he said back up but he just like decided to uh to go into that listen here lady (laughs) but other like other childhood food memories other than video footage that i can recall really liked turkey and cheese sandwiches okay really liked honey and peanut butter sandwiches yes 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 it's a sleeper apples and but it's so good apples Apples and and peanut butter. butter Just and like then, uh, um, Justine's dogs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Emily talked. I think Emily talked about it too. Oh, Emily. Oh Emily, my God. Emily talked about it. What dog doesn't love peanut butter? There's probably some out there. Let's start that again. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Just like Emily's dogs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll just edit. I'll edit you it can, out. <laughs> you can edit whatever you want. You can edit. You can make yourself right later on unless I recall that you edited it. Now you got to take this. Off. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> so moving forward uh what did you like cooking with your mom or with your dad oh man there was one there was one meal where they gave us more of the reins we made chicken marsala and we put the uh the cornstarch in there and then you make the sauce with the want with the marsala with the wine Mm -hmm. and sometimes they put mush i like mushrooms you don't like mushrooms right but I, I really like the flavor. But it's the of texture them. you talked about. Yeah. It's the texture of them. I'll eat yeah. them. I like them with something else. I don't like eating them by themselves. Got it. Because they're better in like a, they're better in like a sauce. Yeah, they, they pick up and amplify what's around them. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. But yeah, uh Oh man. So I guess I guess what I could do is I could loop in some of my favorite stuff. Something that we made one one footage memory, of course, we made uh, apple tart. Jenny, <laughs> we made 
you make apple tart, you just slice, you take one of those oxo slicers, we have one, and you make really thin slices mm. of apple, and you line them in a circle, and you put, like, just glaze sugar on there. And you do a there. little dance. And then we had a freaking blowtorch. We had one of those hand blowtorches. Shut the fuck up. And you caramelize the sugar. <gasps> like you... Like a little creme brulee. And then you add a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Oh my beast. god! <laughs> what the fuck, Palka? That sounds incredible! That's just one on this list. <laughs> so, hold on. So, you did you have a crust underneath? I think it's right? just... I, I think they're... I'm trying to remember. I've got footage of it, but I know there's some kind of th- either thin crust underneath or it's just apple. Or it's just Okay, so part. it could be just like an apple dish... Mm-hmm. What did you mix in with the apples? Like, was it just that? I think it's just like sugar and butter. Put some butter okay. on there and okay. put it in the oven. But the last step after it comes out of the oven is to put the sugar and then put the blowtorch on it to caramelize the sugar. Oh, I've got God. pictures of it. And the ice cream. I dude. have a folder on my desktop dude. called Snacks on Snacks Podcast, and I can give you. <laughs> I can give you some of these. Some Send of these me pictures. the Google Drive <laughs> link. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yum. That sounds incredible. But, yeah, I've got, like, the other thing, too, that's that's great is I have, like, all of my Thanksgiving meal pictures. Like, I always take a picture of my Thanksgiving plate. So mm. I have, like, each year for Thanksgiving. But what else? What else here? I really like uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. I don't know if you okay. do like mint chocolate chip ice it's cream. It's controversial, but I do like it. I don't choose it at an ice cream place, but I do like it. Yeah. But we do like my brother and I do. My mom makes so many, so many kinds of stuff. I really remember liking watermelon, like summertime watermelon, mm. um, on like fishing, fishing on a lake. Food. Mm-hmm. Speedy's really big in New York. I really like Speedy's. I've never been Speedies. to Speedy Fest though. Have you ever heard of a Speedy? No. So there's an event in New York called Speedy Fest. Okay. And it's huge. It's like it's like decades on running now. And they like have a competition. I talked about this on another podcast, Humbleberg. But um <laughs> but it's basically different kinds of meat marinated in like little cubes and then you put it on a, a S P I E D I E. D I E. Okay. Um, and they have at Otson Angle Park in my city, they have a big balloon, like hot air balloon rally and a band plays and it's called Speedy Fest. And that's like one of the, one of the biggest events that we have, we have here. But nice. yeah, Speedies are really good. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff on here. Uh, my, the, the restaurant right where I work that no longer exists, sad that it closed down, really got me into, uh, really got me into shawarmas. I've never yes. had shawarma before, mm. and I have about 500 pictures of shawarmas. And I got to a point. <laughs> the government's going to put you on a list. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I got so good. So this place is right outside where I work. It's a different restaurant now. Um, I got to know the people there, and we even had, like, game night there. I got to know okay. the people, and we would have game night. And then we had, like, family brunch mother's day brunch there we planned one time which was amazing mm-hmm. and i had some cannolis um there's a cannoli i got they got so good my half hour lunch i could have it every week wednesday perfectly timed they started to time the shawarma for me i would get there 
and they would have the shawarma ready for me when I arrived. So I would have a half hour lunch every week on Wednesday. They knew. They said, they Matthew J's coming. Matthew J's coming and we got to get that shawarm ready. Shawarma. So I'd never had, a, I'd never had one before. And they do, it's like, it was just. To confirm, it's like it so Euro food, right? Yeah, it's, I'll have to find a picture of that for you too, but. I think it's the Bistro One Sixty was like a Mediterranean restaurant. Mostly, that's the vibe that I'm thinking of. But, yeah, but yeah, like so, like sometimes okay. it'd be chicken breast. Sometimes you do like rotisserie, like a rotisserie chicken mm-hmm. in there. In there, so that was really good. Um, my brother and I like to do breakfast for dinner all the time, which mm. is fun. I think you did um, it last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, one of our, our some of our favorite home shift meals that stick out. One time we made a Italian sausage stromboli that was the size of a dinner nice. plate, and we cut it down the middle, and we got half of it. I got a picture <laughs> of that. It was massive. We really like doing fingerling potatoes. You just cut, cut them right in half, and they go mm-hmm. in the oven. You do, like, olive oil seasoning. Nice. That's a lot of our favorite. I also love uh, Brooks Barbecue and Phil's Chicken. Brooks Barbecue is in Oneonta in New York, and they do Phil's Chicken's local. I, um, why do I feel like I've heard of Phil's Chicken? You may have. Maybe. Maybe. It's really, there's a lot of them over here. What else do I have in here? I got lots of, like, I guess some of these would apply to, I like Cheesecake, too. Mm. Cheesecake is delicious. Cheesecake Factory has a lot of stories for me, too. <laughs> got into oatmeal <laughs> recently. About cheesecake with Ben. My, uh, my, so, oh man, my family's like all over the place. They cook all different kinds of stuff, and I'll explain why. But for some of the, for a kid's story that I got for you, um, I have, I think I've probably shared this with you before, but, um, one Halloween, all I wanted was Kit Kat bars. For oh my the god. Halloween. I traded the candy I didn't want for my brother's Kit Kat bars. My goal, I think, was to get as many Kit Kat bars as I could. And I had a lift like this, so when I went up to the when I went up to the door, <laughs> my mom always invitates her. One of her favorite stories, she she would say, uh, I would say, "You any Kit Kat bars?" Oh my god! And, and, and they would go, "No, no, we have we have this though. Do you want?" It? And I go, "No, no thanks, no thanks, no so thanks." I had like the buck teeth lisp in oh like middle school. My I mom will let me forget. To see that. I don't know if I have, I don't know have footage of that, but I probably have a picture of my teeth. I that's probably perfect. Show you. That's but that's fine. one of my mom's favorite stories to talk about, too, is just. Well, just you know me, I'm a Kit Kat, big cat, slut. Thick yeah, cat. The thick, there's, there's so many variations of that and Reese's. <sighs> there's the Reese's sticks, big Reese's sticks now. Mm-hmm. They've got the, the so ones many. with potato chips in them. Uh, which is just really weird to think about the one with the Reese's pieces in the peanut butter. And with Kit Kats, they've got standard king size, big cat cat. at Walgreens right now. They have like a blueberry smoothie or like Mm -hmm. a blueberry muffin kind. And then they also had, a a, an espresso or like a coffee bean flavor one. That one Mm. was really good. That one was really good. Yeah. Choose your choose your favorite. There's so much. <laughs> choose so your much. weapon. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
I'm going to try to take myself from childhood forward and think about what was pivotal. So my grandmother, uh, she passed in 2013. So mm-hmm. before that, she was the one that would host all of the family Christmas stuff mm. at her place. Yeah. Um, and my so my family is on my dad's side. My mom's a bunch of different stuff. Um, on my dad's side, it's Polish and Slovak. So okay. pierogies are really big in my mm. family. Like handmade. Like we'll make them roll the dough. Yeah, my dad makes them by hand. Mm. Um, and then we would do the Oplatek tradition, which is like... The what? So, so, so I'll explain this. It's called Oplatek. <laughs> so, okay. So, my, so I wasn't raised... My, I have footage of my brother at like church group doing performances and plays and stuff on footage but i wasn't raised religiously so i didn't like attend church at all so that sort of allowed me to form a relation with religion outside of a religious context as i grew up so like Mm -hmm. my parents were really big on like character and talking about like values and stuff Mm -hmm. and being a good person um i'll I'll, one of them so my mom taught my brother me a mantra for school and I don't okay. remember all of it. He probably remembers more. But it was something along the lines of, I'm extraordinary. I'm a good person. I'm smart. I will have a very good day. I will strive to do my best. One of them for my brother was, I will only pick up my pencil if I need to write with it. I will keep my hands off my face. <laughs> it sort <laughs> of sounded like, I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. From <laughs> What About Bob? Yeah. <laughs> I feel I will, good. I like, feel great. I, I feel wonderful. I will just... Uh, I'll keep my hands off my face. I'm a kind, respectful person. I'll, I'll keep work. my hands I will, off my face. I will write all my homework and my agenda. I will have a very good day at school today. I watch out for my brother. And the kicker, which was how I think my mom like armed me up for bullies, was she had us say and whisper sometimes to ourselves, I won't let the bastards get me down. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The bastards get me down. Oh, the bastards. <laughs> Don't let the bastards get you down. Don't. Exactly. So, so yeah. So, like, I grew up with video recording all the time for family gatherings and stuff. Like, I'm at my grandmother's dinner table recording everybody around the dinner table. And oh, my, my God. Like, you've got to, it's time to eat, Matt. you got to put, the, eat, you gotta put the camera, Come put on. the camera away. Uh, <laughs> recording all the Christmases, like I'll set up the tripod, I'll set the camera up on the stairs in my grandmother's house, and let the camera just roll. So I've got like oh Christmas God. footage. Um, wow, it was just a force of nature of just wanting to record like family yeah. gatherings and trips, and like it really started with fishing in two thousand four and five. I would set the camera up mm. in our little John boat. I've got footage of me like pretending to be on a fishing show. at like nine years old which is great but that's how it was and so i saw the oplatek the oplatek was like the most religious thing that i was basically shown or a part of so the oplatek is like you can eat it but it's kind of like paper but it's made of some kind of very thin like bread you can ingest it is this like like in Catholicism, when you eat, it's the like bread. breaking. It's like breaking bread, exactly. Okay. This was yeah, my okay. church. This is like my church service at home, basically. So what you oh. do is you break it and you grab others that are holding theirs, and you take some from them, and they take some from you. And it's nice. You can dip it in honey and eat it. It's kind of like and then bread. everybody gets the mumps. And well, 
But that was, and then we'd say like, we'd say, um, there's a prayer. My brother read it one year. I don't know it by heart, but we would read like the Polish prayer of togetherness or whatever it was. Yeah. And then we would all eat and we'd hold hands and we'd read it and eat. My brother, uh, his favorite thing to do is always bless the truck drivers. Bless the truck drivers for getting all the food to us. Uh, oh, yeah. what a sweetie. Yep. Yeah. he was, That's his favorite thing to say every Thanksgiving. And he always yeah. gives us the note for happy birthday because he's a singer. So he'd always be like the first person to sing the note. So everybody's in key. Bitch. Happy <laughs> birthday. Yep. Yep. He would always give. The, I've got so much footage of that too. You and your but, brother are both involved in. Is your brother still involved oh, in yeah. choir? Yeah. So, yeah. So. so we do choir stuff. So yeah. So I grew up with my brother and it put me in like a middle place of like learning to be the role model for him and helping mm. him, but also listening to my parents about how to interact with him because I had to be patient with him because he, mm. he wasn't always aware of, he's way better now. Like we do lots mm. of stuff together. We sing together. Um, but like, I remember you talking about how you can, when you grow up, you get space and then you can like reintroduce mm-hmm. get closer to a person but it really has been like there was a lot of space to start because we weren't on the same level and then over time as he's become more aware and learned more we've been able to talk deeper and deeper over time so i've had him like That's beautiful. as a part of my life for a long time mm-hmm. with uh with video games with playing those with video mm-hmm. recording stuff for fun with music um with lots of stuff so so what do you feel or what are your memories about technically being the younger brother but feeling sort of like the guider in a sense? What do you what do you remember about that? I definitely remember the feeling of having the power to piss my brother off a lot <laughs> so easily and not doing it. <laughs> but getting away with certain stuff. I'm sure as a little brother you were like <laughs> Oh. I got some control over you. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, um, but the video game thing started in 2004, where uh, there was this baseball game we played, and it allowed you to enter in codes with your controller to modify how the game worked. Okay. So we would, like, tag team entering the cheats, and we'd set up the camera and point it at the TV when TVs were, you know, the size of computer screens. They were small, and tapes were big. And, um, that started a whole like recording playing games for the first time and that has something that has not stopped we've continued to do it and now we have this like i like i have a huge archive of family footage oh i also God. have a huge archive of game footage of us yelling at the television <laughs> for funny stuff happening uh, i remember you telling me and, about uh, this and the great thing about it is uh, looking back at our previous selves and being very embarrassed, but also it's adorable and hilarious mm-hmm. to, uh, to see how easily frustrated we would get, especially when I would do something just to elicit a reaction from my brother. <laughs> and uh, that was definitely the side of me that was a little mischievous, but, but it was yeah. good. Like, it was really good. My mom, she, so she had a lot of, she was home a lot. She uh-huh. had a lot of like jobs that involved travel a lot. So mm-hmm. my dad early on was home more. And then around 2001, she got a, a job locally mm-hmm. where we were. And my dad got into teaching. And then 
So, like, I've been in this area since, like, 2001. So, like, I drive past my elementary school when I go to my mom's every weekend to have dinner with her. And I know where my middle school is. So I know this area really well. And I haven't seen my elementary school in years. And I had a lot of support growing up for doing stuff. So so I was, uh, like, my cousin was down the street from my mom. And my grandmother was, like, another 10 minutes away. And I had, um, my dad has two aunts mm-hmm. so they, they were here a little different now some people have moved places but i always had people around so i'd always go over to let's go over to grandma's you know we're going to do something mm-hmm. let's hang out with grandma my grandmother was all the time she played computer games with us all the time so your so family's very brother. close yeah really really close um and uh there's a lot of food just to go quick there's a lot of food experience i've had through school so um, I, I sang in jazz choir and chorale. My brother got me into music in high school. So mm-hmm. I stopped, I got pressured heavily by a teacher in elementary school, like performance pressure made mm. music feel like work. And I stopped doing mm. music stuff. Mm-mm. And when something that's like, supposed to be fun. Yeah, and then, when it's, nah, nah. I got, I got pressured, but my brother yeah. stayed in it. So I got to watch him do music stuff. And I was like, you know, that's kind of his thing. Like, let him have, yeah. kind of have his thing. And then he got me back into music in in high school and I got back nice. into jazz choir and one time I sang at an alumni dinner for my high school mm. but I also served food it was my first experience like serving food to people doing both and I'll never disrespect anyone that serves food ever again because oh, no. I remember at the end no, shoveling no. all the unfinished food into the trash and it was like eye-opening experience. So uh-huh. I needed to do that once to know what that was like. I like didn't want to eat until the whole thing was over from seeing so much food. It was Being crazy. wasted. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So I went from singing to like helping serve at that. But that's, that's like a, a one-off thing. I also ran a lot of clubs in high school and book club was always a food time. So like banana Ooh. bread and cookies, and we would always <gasps> eat over discussing yes. books. What was your favorite so, thing? I mean, you just mentioned banana, banana bread. Banana bread's but... great. My mom makes five million kinds of cookies. She can make mm. ginger. She can make anisette. She can make what she calls seven layer bars. What's which is anisette? Like anisette cookies are. Um, they're more of. I thought they're not my favorite, but they have. A, I think it's A-N. Oh, it's a kind of liqueur? Yeah, so it, it's uh, like regular dough, but then you put that on top of the cookies. The mm-hmm. second Google search is Anna set up a lemonade stand. <laughs> <laughs> somebody missed it. Somebody made a typo. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so she's still like kolache. She makes kolache cookies, which are the, like, they're just dough, and they have, like, cinnamon and just nuts, different medleys of nuts in them. But the seven layer bars, I still don't know what all the seven layers are. I should, but it's the cookie she makes them in a brownie pan, and it's seven layers of different stuff. Yes, like I've had something like that before. She, she can make those. So, so everybody's good. always like, "Mom, like Matt, what's your mom bringing this time to book club?" Yeah. So she would contribute to that sugar cookies with frosting, ginger snaps. She can make. She can make everything. Hell yeah, lovely. Um, it's her. It's the chemist dinner. Yeah. So there's that, and then um, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of pizza. I have pizza all the time. My so so what happened? So the big the big shift, the big unfair life shift that I've 
labeled so far in my life, um, with as privileged and lucky as I am, is my grandmother passed, and then that was a kind of a crazy journey. So she ended up having like a very slow heart attack that they found out about, and then it was hospital visits and stuff, and like visiting yeah. with doctors, and so that went on for a couple weeks, and then that led to family drama. And then yeah, the end of that year, does. the end of that year, my mom and dad separated, mm-hmm. and then they divorced, and then there was more family drama, and that like kind of unsolidified the grandmother tradition. And mm. now it was like, whose house are we going to? Usually it was like Christmas Eve at her house, and then Christmas Day at mine, and then like another day at my aunt's. So mm. like. The holidays were kind of multiplied. There was a phase. And mm-hmm. then... So that happened. And then my family grew. But it fracture grew. Yeah. So now, what happened the past few years is it's like, I'm in the middle. And the holidays multiply. Yeah. Because either I go <laughs> one place, or I make four different stops. <laughs> I know some people who do all of the stops because of their blended mixed family. And it's like, I don't know how that would happen. And then not to get too, too into that, but the other thing that happened amidst after that is my grandparents on my mom's side came back into my mom's life and Mm. that added another celebration layer. So, so like what happened is the family grew but it grew in different directions all at the same time. Yeah. So my mom and my, my stepdad has celiac, so he needs gluten stuff. So he's, he's, I don't know. Is that like, I'm trying to remember. He he needs gluten free stuff. He needs gluten gluten free stuff. Correct. He needs gluten stuff. The exact opposite. But intolerance isn't, is intolerance isn't the same thing. Gluten intolerance. You could just be like, eh, have, maybe something but like if you have celiac so our friend frankie who was on the little treat episode uh back in early july uh they they have celiacs but having celiacs isn't like a cookie cutter uh symptom disorder it's it can range from mild to extreme but it's essentially your body unable to process the sugars and gluten so uh or the proteins so So my stepdad chris does my aunt gail has intolerance as well so they know a lot about my mom knows a lot about gluten-free stuff now like she she has figured out how to make chocolate chip cookies without gluten in them and i can't tell the difference really between the the gluten stuff and the non-gluten stuff although the non-gluten stuff is a little bit like grittier like it falls apart a little more easily but yes but she's figured out yeah. a lot of stuff because she's a chemist which is amazing my can you my, tell joe to quiet down i'm gonna slam i could slam on the wall but i feel like i'm like <laughs> keep the mic um, <laughs> but now like oh so how do i how do i explain this so my dad and stepmom are teachers so university mm-hmm. and high school and my mom and stepdad are both business owners. Okay. So everybody kind of, everybody after the, my grandmother passed, everybody kind of paired off. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody. Doing their thing. I'm going to my cousin's wedding in, in September. Uh-huh. Two. 
Um, so, and I'm here with my brother. So I feel like it all kind of worked out. But um, my stepmom and dad are really big into like, in, they know how to make like Indian food. So they're into like Ooh. really spicy stuff. Those five different okay. kinds of categories of Indian food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've introduced us to a lot of like Thai food and food with rice and like chicken curry and all that stuff which is amazing i go over to their place and i'm like what is all of this i'm gonna like it i'm not really like a spicy food person i like to enjoy my my food more than, mm-hmm. than same suffer while i eat yes <laughs> so i try to avoid like there's some home chef meals that we get where i'm like joe you can have the blue cheese and you can have the sriracha and all the spicy stuff because i kind of want to enjoy what i'm eating did you just say that blue cheese is spicy? No, like I added at, and after blue cheese, all the spicy stuff. No. <laughs> I talk pretty fast. I'm a vlog brother at heart. Oh, you're um, fine. But like, it's really, really cool. I, I have a lot of like, along with the culture that I was introduced from my grandmother, I have a lot of new people in my life that all have different, good, intimate relationships with different kinds of food, which mm-hmm. is nice, right? Variety. Mm-hmm. Like um, I remember my mom making paella one time. I had paella oh, for the first time. That, yeah, with everything in it, it was so good. My mom did that with just chicken, uh, and then in a, <laughs> I went to this private school in Minneapolis, and there were a lot of vegetarians, mm. and <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she made one with artichoke hearts because my my country project was on spain so Mm. she made paella and brought it to the class and you know i think traditionally it has several different kinds of meats in it specifically seafood but she Mm. wanted to make sure that it was a little more yeah it's like enjoyable by kids shrimp right some kind of Mm. sausage in there Mm -hmm. sausage in there Mm -hmm. and then like the pasta and then it's always very good i've had it yeah there's so there's so much good stuff I just mm-hmm. such a big such a big fan. So so to tie it back, I had what happened in so so youth leadership for me with FCCLA started in seventh grade. Can so you was explain like, what FCCLA so, means? <clears throat> so there are a bunch of they're called career and technical student organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a bunch of different ones in the U.S. They all have a different focus. So you have like agriculture is one. Uh, Family consumer sciences is tied to FCCLA. I don't know if you took like a home ec or family consumer sciences class. Just one class, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's tied. That's that's how you get all their members. It's tied to that education. Then there's mm-hmm. one on like health education. There's one on business called Future Business Leaders of America. But anyway, like I got into seventh grade. I got into FCCLA. This was like my religious context, but it wasn't religious. It was... It was character focused, like family focused. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I, so I did like the, I remember being the chapter president of the middle school when I was at it. And we did like kindergarten activities for little kids. We did like all this nonprofit community service stuff. And then I just worked my way up over time. I went to the district level and then I went to the state level and I stayed mm-hmm. in it. And in ninth grade, I did this like, leadership camp in the adirondacks for two weeks but it was from a different ctso it was from national ffa it was from the agricultural so we like teamed up ctsos and had a leadership camp and that's where i got my like what is ctso career and technical student organization so like youth-led so youth-led leadership organization this is a long story 
but there's a lot to <laughs> it. I don't want to, I can't cover all of it. But basically that's where I was asked, like, what are your values? What's your yeah. mission statement? That was my like religious experience inside a different context. Yeah. That was when I realized like, wow, like I have all this like knowledge and skills. What am I doing to better the things around me instead of just focusing on myself? It's like your community and your brain enhancing things. I can't think right now. <laughs> that was kind of like a that was kind of like having a really good piece of food that gives you a flavor explosion and then you're like, what else can I make? What else can I eat? What else what other value can I shove into people's mouths? <laughs> Gr <laughs> Gross. Sorry. Sorry. Not not appropriate. Um but that I was have to like, give a, a side tangent. We have tainted your sense of humor our friend group has made you more oh gutter gosh. focused yeah you ha they have and not you like all the time but it comes it's like a sleeper agent moment where it comes out and it's like ha gotcha and it's like oh my god how could yeah, you I do way more that's what she says because of everybody in, the, in our group in our friend group which is good which is adding another aspect to my personality which adds more i don't know spice to my life or edges to my life but um, but to get but to get back to it, like that was when I was like, well, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot for myself. Let me be more generous and do other stuff. Mm -hmm. So what followed was what I call the big five. The big five, the big everybody, five. buckle so, up. The big five in high school that happened my freshman year. Youth leadership was one. I became a state officer twice. I did it two times in a row. Humble brag. Four years. Humble brag. Did a lot of traveling. Did a lot of eating different. I went to Nashville and I ate food mm. in Nashville. I went to Anaheim, California, ate out mm. there. Disneyland. Um, so I did that. Music was the next one. One of my friends was like, there's a lot of seniors graduating uh, from jazz choir. We have no men and no people to sing next year. Second to last day of school, ninth period study hall. My friend's like, you should, you should do this. You won't regret it. You should try it out. You should audition. <laughs> Did that's where music started? That was number two. Uh, audition. You created um, music. I made music with my mouth with a bunch of other people. <laughs> that's where music started. <laughs> that's where it started. Plus some <laughs> instruments. Uh, and then I did. Okay, so then I, on a whim, from one of my math teachers, auditioned for a kids' TV show. <laughs> okay. Of course. On a whim, I was like, oh, I'll just who if I if I don't get picked. I have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. I start teaching them about how to fish with a fishing rod as the audition. And they're like, they stop me. They're like, who are you? What else do you do? So I did that. And then the next season, they, I was over the age limit for the host. And they're like, he looks young enough. We'll just have him on again. So I did the, another season of the show. So that was Chicken trip. Little. <laughs> Chicken Little. <laughs> Chicken Little. Exactly. Yeah. My mom says I could, I could be on um, Undercover High School or on a whim. <laughs> look like not anymore school. not anymore but maybe when i was when i was just out of high school for a little bit so i did that and then of course all the school stuff yeah right and then i got into science research i got into a science okay. research program for three years so that with clubs with fccla with music i was like i came home some days and i was like it's like a meal that you can't eat i was like i'm there's no way i'm gonna finish all this food I had to kind of pick and choose what I was doing, but I had a lot of support, which is why it was nuts, but it worked. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, that led to like, so FCCLA's responsibility every year 
as a state council is to work on a conference for like okay. a couple hundred people. And I got into like, whoa, what we have a hotel. What kind of food can we prep for this conference? So mm -hmm. I started to think creatively about it more than anything else, which is nice. a lot of fun. So that led to like a lot of traveling and conference banquet memories, my youth leadership side stuff. Um, what did I, book club, did that. What else do I got done? <laughs> Going through um, your mind my, map. My music teacher uh, had a local church and he started to put on plays. And I got to be uh, Simon Peter in a play of The Last Supper. Okay. Different. That's definitely more church stuff. And over time, yeah. I've gotten more into church choir and singing. So, like, I sing at churches. I don't belong to the congregation, but I just sing with my brother at them. Like, yeah. I don't break bread and do the whole ceremony with them. But mm -hmm. um, the funniest part was this. I remember the food on the table during the Last Supper. It was, like, apple slices, pieces of naan, some grapes, <laughs> and grape juice. And I remember during the play, the guy who played Jesus was like reaching over to pour me some grape juice and he almost dropped the Oh no. <laughs> he almost dropped the grape juice bug. Jesus, your blood Jesus. it's spilling. Um <laughs> Yeah. It was it was a lot. But I don't know, like this is why I have all the this is why I have all the footage and stuff, because I wouldn't remember all this stuff. Yeah. You know? You know? I I love that you have such a passion for hmm, what's the word I want to use? Choose your words wisely. Just yeah, choose your words wisely. But it's like you have such a passion for the technical side of things, if that makes sense. You like being analytical. You're good at it. Uh you like writing things down. You like writing your whole day down at the end of the day. And then I remember one night you're like, oh yeah, I'm writing about today. So I bring out the rest of my, you know, uh, fall or my Novembers from years previously. And you're telling us what we did like last year or what you did three years ago. And yeah, I just, I, think, I just, I think you said intentionality on an episode and I think intentionality mm. is a big part of it. Like bringing yeah. the care and the intention to what I was doing because when I I was I got to experience some conferences, but it's a different it's different being on the side of the person that creates the experience for people. Yeah, like yeah. one year one year for the banquet we had four different corners in the banquet hall, and it was food from different parts of the world oh, for the conference. So like, nice. one was like, you know, like I don't know Southern style, and we had like Mediterranean in one corner and then Italian in the other corner. Uh -huh. So I, it's the intentionality between planning the conferences, and I got to pay state officer twice, so I got to do this, like, I have all the programs of all the conferences I've been to. I got to do this, like, four or five times in the plan. I love that. And, I don't know, some of the other, the other powerful stories I've got on here are, like, having, these conferences all have themes, so there's always, uh, like, one of them was, uh, turn back the clock, look towards the future. So all the conferences were themed in the same way that, like, a meal that you might have might be themed. One of my favorite, uh, my brother's favorite birthday parties that he had was a hot—his his birthday's on the 14th, so it's close to Halloween. Okay, and, October. Yeah, in October. And my aunt put on a, a Halloween-themed party, and she mm. themed all of the food. So oh we had— 
we had one of them was sinister salad they were red <laughs> they were red bell peppers and she cut little faces into them like jack-o'-lanterns and she filled the red bell peppers with stuff to eat what? like it was a salad yep oh and my she God. kept the tops so she put the top back on before we ate them we got to take the top off oh my god the other one she made um she made a a boneyard birthday cake it was chocolate it was like a like a polish black cake and it had like okay. ghosts and candles and like graveyards and everything polish and, like, black is my it. favorite metal artist yeah that's his family recipe too <laughs> <laughs> polish black <laughs> um the other two were uh oh black and cheese it was mac and cheese but it had oh. black food coloring <laughs> So our teeth were all black food coloring after yeah. we ate it. <laughs> what kind like a, of cheese do you do? Is it just a regular cheese? I think it was regular you just cheese. Add a crap ton of black. Crap ton of freaking black food coloring. It no. was it was black and cheese. And then we had two meats. One was called, and they were both in the shape of something. One was called battered bat. It was a bat shaped <laughs> meatloaf. And the no. other was called slaughtered citizen. And she took sour cream and she outlined the shape of the person as if like so you have a you have like think of like uh you know those human figures they have on those pedestrian signs yeah with, yeah, like, the yeah round head she yeah. had that but it was he was on his side on the whatever it was on top of and then she drew the like the deadline <laughs> and sour cream around <laughs> the guy so this God, started. I wonder do so, they even do that anymore? Oh like an actual crime scene. <laughs> I, they, pro- I, they probably do. But this, so this started before my 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 aunt moved. <laughs> nice, <laughs> humble brag. Um, before my aunt moved, we did a monthly a monthly meal, okay. and we like swapped off for a while until she moved to one of my aunts moved to Virginia. And um, I got to tell you, so one time we did. There's a local farmer's market where I live. We did mm. like a all-out taco monthly meal. Okay. I got like radishes. I thought you were going to be like, we did like an all-out taco. I'll show you. I'll, I got a picture somewhere, but we basically went to the farmer's market and got as much we could think that would ever fit on a taco. Okay. And I got to show you this picture, but I took a picture of the table with everything on it. We went all out. Here it is. Um everything we could think of the other one that we did that was really memorable was it was my first time Holy my brother crap. and i had made had done the family dinner but we made the mistake of shopping at wegmans when we were hungry mm. and we got what ended up being three bowls full of fruit salad we got <laughs> one of those tiny watermelons and also a cantaloupe and a honeydew <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up making uh too much fruit how to take it to yeah. work yeah yeah so so that's that's super super fun um other quick quick like highlights for memories fishing trip boat meals like out in the middle of a finger lake having like sandwiches my my stepmom knows how to make one time we had like crackers at my dad's place and she had this like it was like cream cheese smoked trout dip what yeah did it have the trout in it or it was for trout it it was trout flavored no it was okay. trout flavored it was just crackers yeah. and the dip but we finished i've had all. a cream cheese or like a sour cream salmon dip before 
Oh my God. I love that stuff. So stuff like that. I don't have it um, often, but yeah. I've had, I was like, I don't remember all, like there's so many meals I'm surprised I don't, I don't remember ever having. The first meal, so the place I live in now, right now with my brother, is, um, we like fixed up this place and moved into it. And the mm. first meal that we had with my mom was we had, I'd never had Domino's before. Oh, really? We had okay. Domino's mid-construction of this place, sitting <laughs> on buckets, oh, listening no. to the radio. <laughs> What like, a memory, though. First meal, though. Like, yeah. And I got footage yeah. of it, of course. I got a picture and yeah. footage of it. So, one of the, yeah. or not one of, the last meal in my childhood home up north, we all got food from this place called Deleuze, which is D A mm. and then capital L, Deleuze. Um, and we all ate on the floor in the kitchen and we had our to go boxes. And it's just you remember those things like that. Either the first move into a house or the last, the last meal in a house. You know. Yeah, and I think I think it really is because um, there's. I I think about it like music. Like there's a lot of meals that I remember, not so much because of the food, although the food is an intimate part of it, right? Because you ingest the food. It's not like mm -hmm. seeing something. Like you're eating energy. Like it becomes a part of you, who you are. It becomes um, a part of your being. You're in, it's the energy. You're actually eating it, which is why it's intimate. And then you poop it out. And then it comes out the other end. Your body takes what it wants and leaves the rest. <laughs> <laughs> but, or takes what it can. Or if, takes what it can. <laughs> yeah, takes what it can. Um, well, Palka, we have been chatting for a little over an hour now. I know. I'm trying to think. A lovely else. time. What else I but can, I've got can... some questions. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's look and see and waste some time as I scroll back. What is a favorite snack to have when you're pulling W's in Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> what is a favorite mean? snack what does that, that mean? you like, and your... What does it mean? Like winning? winning? Yeah. Winning? What's, oh, what's a favorite snack that you and your brother would have while playing video games? Oh, man. Oh, man. We really like the the pretzel. Pretzels are, are big. Yeah. Tortilla chips are big. You and uh, my the brother. Pretzels, the, the pretzels with the peanut butter in them. My brother what? those. Yeah. The pret the little nugget pretzels with peanut butter inside. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. There's some yeah. of those. Yeah. Um we really like I mean, we used to have like we'll eat an Amy's pizza or a DiGiorno. We really like the hand tossed thin DiGiornos, mm. which are really good. Um, but I did, I don't know if you caught, I, I know what my answer to your question is, but we can leave that for last because it's really clever and I thought of it. But, um, yeah, pretzels <laughs> are really big. What's I'm a good road to... trip snack? <sighs> Trail mix is good. Something you can grab, yeah. you can get little grabs of. I did Gotta bring, get a good when grab. I went out to, um, when I went out to Pittsburgh, I I did bring the Pittsburgh trip with our friend group. Yeah. I did bring like tortilla chips with me. Nice. Or either that or Stony Brook. I'm not really big on eating in the car. The other the only memories I have in the car are after fishing trips with my dad, stopping at Wendy's and getting like a single cheeseburger and like a vanilla frosty all the Fuck time. Yeah, dude. On my childhood lake, there was a ice cream place that used to exist on our way back and we'd stop and I get soft serve 
Oh, yeah. Or in a soft serve Ooh, on a cone. Oh, yes. Cup, or blended I have a memory yeah. of, of Wendy's as well whenever I got uh, filling in which is a funny thing, but mm-hmm. my mom was like, here, here's a frosty, you know, like you went to the I dentist. There was a period of my life where it was like, I needed a lot of dental care because my teeth are thin. And so I, I got like four cavities in one sitting twice. And so we went to go get a frosty afterwards. And then you mentioned going to an ice cream shop. When we went to Taylor's Falls, it's a place in Minnesota, right on the Minnesota-Wisconsin border. It has this geological phenomena where they're like these giant dips in the sandstone because of the rock. And then the water spins around the rock, creating a dip. And then it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. But they're like these potholes in the world, in the earth. And uh, we stopped at this, this ice cream place. And I was obsessed during this period of time with praline pecan. Mm. And I got a praline pecan ice cream scoop in Taylor's Falls, Minnesota. So good. Mm. Good memories. Ice cream. Like ice cream is tied to a lot like ice cream at home or I've been on hiking trips with my dad and we'll get like food after the hike when you're starving nice. and you're exhausted. Um, there's a place That's in always like the best when you're Purity's so hungry. ice cream is really good. I have a place right down here called Wolfie's. Where my is everybody a virgin that works there? I don't know. No. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, Palka. So much. If you were a snack, <laughs> what snack would you be? Well, I thought about this. I was considering apple and peanut butter because that was really big. But there was one other thing that I would eat bowls full and refill and refill. And that is the snack that smiles back. Goldfish. Goldfish. You're goldfish. I, I love that. that. I'm the snack that smiles back. I was also born. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And uh, ladies and gentlemen and lovely people in between, take with that what you will and go with it. Okay? There it is. That's, that's, <laughs> that's it. I'm the snack that smiles. I was also born on International Smile Day, which if it says anything... Shut the fuck up. You were? May 31st, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, Matthew J. Palka, it has been a pleasure. I really enjoyed that you had like a little mind map of things you wanted to talk about. You had your journals. It's always too much. But it's good. Not it's always. Good. good stuff. And then you that giant fucking binder. of. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one. That's one of three. One of three giant the third one's binders. Not, the third one's not full, but yeah, look. It's, it's Jesus Christ. Yeah, we have to, you have to take a picture of that mind map. I will. This I will. episode is just called Matthew's Mind Map. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you took me for a journey this episode. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, it's yeah, I don't yeah. know. If, if I write everything down, I, try to, I can try to get through it all. I feel like I get more surface level than depth, but uh, I didn't even mention like, evergreen picnic stuff that happens in my complex picnics and like yeah you complex uh, you put picnics making, on making john green's face on a piece of pizza out of oregano <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to share that too but good stuff good. well with important. that it has been snacks on snacks thank you everybody for listening thank you matthew for joining me you're welcome thank you so much okay all right bye-bye bye-bye
So pizza misses something that happens in Nerfighteria every year. It's a big, like, they, I don't know how, to, it's a long story. Basically, John Green was eating pizza on the internet and somebody put his face, his mustachioed face on a t-shirt and then it became Pizza John. And every year they make different designs of his face on a t-shirt and they sell it for charity. <laughs> and one year, uh, the the Nerdfighter Discord to Atari wanted to do Pizza Miss. And I was like, man, how do I put John Green's face on a piece of pizza? And like, it was a con, it was like a video contest. I made a video about it. I can send it to you. And you made but, it with oregano. So my mom, my mom helped me out. My, my stepdad, Chris, does jewelry stuff. So he has like cardstock. Okay. So he was able to take the pizza, John, and impose it on a piece of like thicker piece of paper, and then cut, cut a the stencil, out, a stencil of pizza. Oh John. god! And then we put the stencil. We made the pizza. We also made a gluten free version too. 